want the world. Yeah, I want the world. Yeah, I want it all. Said I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. I'm coming to get it. Don't care what you heard. Don't care what you heard. I'm taking it all. Cause I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. It's the best in the game. Best in the biz. About that time, and you know what it is. Coming from Brooklyn, bringing that truth. Never gonna lie. Never gonna lose. Always on top. Keeping it steady. He'll make you tap out and you won't be ready. He got the suplex breaking your back. Now everyone in the world gonna listen to Taz. All right, all right. What's up? What's up, everybody? I hope you all are doing well. This is Taz. Welcome to the Taz Show. Little Taz Hall meeting five. Taz Hall. Not Taz Mahal. Taz Hall. Meeting number five. Thank you for downloading this episode on the Radio.com app. Or on the Radio.com website. Much appreciated. Or maybe you're listening to the show via Apple Podcast. Or what some of the old people call iTunes because they've changed the name, I guess. So, <clears throat> but we've discussed that not at length, but in small length. Uh, so, Taz Hall, you guys know how this works. It's basically a fancy name for a QA. Uh, yeah, so we pose some questions. We pose a, uh, an opportunity for people on social media, either at uh, Facebook, which is facebook.com. Dot, ah, ah, hey, what I mess up? Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Uh, or at uh, Taz Talk, which is the official Instagram of yours truly. Um, so we put up there, uh, you know, hey, it's a Taz Hall meeting. Fire away with some questions, wrestling-related uh, questions, and here we go. And this is a wrestling uh, podcast for over 600 and something episodes. So that's kind of how we fucking swing this. So, uh, yeah, Taz Hall gimmick. Um, you know, a lot of people, and I'll, I'll get into some of the questions of them, a lot of folks, because the uh, news came out late in the week, uh, that the WWE crown jewel um, in uh, will, will happen. And as you guys know, for those that pay attention or listen to my content fully, full throttle, as I like to call it, you guys know that that is something that uh, I discussed at length and I felt strongly that it would happen, um, basically that the crown jewel was going to happen. And, uh, and and then we get word that it's basically going to happen. So uh, despite everything going on politically and everything that's happening, yada, yada, yada. So, you know, I don't know. It's not that I'm tooting my own horn, but I guess toot toot, as they would say. Um, yeah, I kind of told you so. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, even some of the articles you're reading, it's like, well, there are, you know, several businesses that are running, from, you know, American businesses that are running there and, and stuff like that. So. You know, uh, WWE, you know, I mean, it's, 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 I look, I don't get into the political end of things. That's not what I do here. You guys get enough of that as it is on TV or the radio. So I'm kind of your escape for your wrestling content. And I don't need to give my views on stuff, uh, the political end. But, um, yeah, so my point in bringing that up right now to Crown Jewel, not only because it's newsy, but only be also because in this Taz Hall, because we were looking at some of the, a lot, a handful of the questions, uh, that a lot of you guys had. Related to that topic So that's why I wanted to mention that uh, You know right away here Out of the box as we like to call it So so that's the deal uh, So we'll get right at it And this is anything else I gotta remember um, hmm, I don't think so I don't know I gotta cover No house cleaning as we used to call it Nothing really So on IG on the Instagram uh, Taz Talk uh, Yeah right out of the box Here it is uh, It's uh, D Gals Band, D G A L S B A N D, said Taz, if you were booked to be on Crown on WWE Crown Jewel, would you feel comfortable going in light of the recent news? Well, thank you for the question. Um, 
and it's a good question, and it's a good way for me to get rolling here with this particular podcast. No, I would not feel comfortable going. Um, I would not. Um, and I look, it's same thing. Look, it, the thing is this: I would not. No, I would not feel comfortable going as a wrestler or an announcer or anybody who works for the company. I wouldn't. Um, sometimes, and it happens in WWE. It does happen. I know during my time in WWE, so I can't speak for the time right now in WWE. So maybe I'm wrong on what I'm about to say, but I'm just giving my opinion from how it was for just about the decade that I worked there. Um, sometimes it feels, and the, the and the brass thinks, not that they do it on purpose, that we're all in this WWE world. Like it, you get, it's so successful because people. Really sink into it that work behind the scenes or are wrestlers there or announcers or whatever And you really start not believing things that all work We know it's a work, but you start to really feel like because you're in a big machine And when you work for wwe it feels bigger than you guys Think it is it feels immense it is immense and it feels immense it feels like no one could stop us we're a fucking machine that just keeps on rolling And we're going to barrel everybody over And that's true In the wrestling business <laughs> Not real life So, uh, And that might be true in sports entertainment Not just wrestling uh, Not that it's going to you know, Rival whatever NFL games every Sunday Or something like that or the World Series that's going on Right now with the Dodgers and the Red Sox So I mean, but WrestleMania rivals a lot of those big events when they do it once a year. But WWE as a whole is a publicly traded company. It's gigantic, and it's this big fucking machine. Well, why am I talking about this? Well, I'm, I'm saying it because when at times, which is rare, if you have to or you get the opportunity to go work in a foreign country where there might be some legitimate issues and danger and violence and political stuff that's, you know, it it. Sometimes it's like, well, I'm I'm in WWE. We're just gonna go, and they're gonna protect me, and we're protected, and we're good. And you lose sight of the reality because sometimes you're so close to it. That's my long-winded explanation on when you work for WWE. I, it might be a little confusing. I don't think I explained it well. I, I, some of you guys will get me. Some of you guys won't. So I apologize. That's my bad. Um, but I would not feel comfortable. I would not. This is um, you know, it's. Real life shit here So it's it, I wouldn't And I understand There are big big brands there I talked about them And if you didn't hear The podcast from like A week ago Where I be, think That we had the heading As the question Was like of the podcast Was will WWE Crown Jewel even happen And I got into it And I talked about These big companies Like Starbucks Or McDonald's There's a McDonald's Almost on every block In, in, in their country You know um, On Nike There's all these big American brands That are there Well how and why Should they not have to shut their business down for argument's sake and, and I'm not defending what WWE's doing here I'm just giving you my point of view On the other businesses, the other American Big corporations that are there That's what I'm saying um, But to answer your question In very long-winded form, no, I would not Feel comfortable going there uh, With the recent news and everything that's going on I would not And that's me Some Some guys and gals might be And I know some aren't comfortable But I wouldn't be Um so that's the deal um, Also on Instagram on IG We have drums underscore N01 I guess he means number one Drums underscore number one How do you feel about the resurgence Of the NWA uh, Well thank you drums underscore number one I think it's awesome I'm very happy about it um, I As a uh, you know 
a guy who bro- when I broke in the business, NWA was running still and going pretty well. The original NWA. Um, so I think it's really cool, and I like what uh, what Billy uh, Corgan and 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 obviously Dave Lagana have done are doing with the NWA and how they're changing how it was from back in the day, and it's it's streaming on their excellent YouTube channel they have, and you know. Uh, and now that Nick Aldis now has a title again and he defeated Cody and stuff like that. Uh, I know some people were bitching like, oh, wait a minute. You know, what's the deal? Cody just held it for just got it at all in. And now we're just um, now he just loses it and, and Nick gets it back. Uh, yeah, that's uh, called fucking wrestling booking, guys. That happens. <laughs> it's all the time. It happens all the time. Sometimes you, sometimes uh, it just sometimes someone just has a belt for a short time or it's transitional or it's to pop the house or pop the territory or it's the right time to put the title on someone. Um, in my opinion, at that time, it was the right time to keep the title to put the title on Cody at all in. It definitely was, especially with the the amazing legacy with the NWA and title and, 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 and the late great Dusty Rhodes, the dad of Cody. So no. And, and Cody, if, if he beat Nick at this, this event, they just had here, if he beat Nick at that, I, I, and he was still the NWA champ, I'd have zero problem with it. I, I, I think either of those men uh, are excellent NWA champions or any kind of champion, either of those guys, seriously, I, I know both of them and I respect both of them. They're both fucking great. They're great on a the stick. They're great in the ring. And, and they, they, these guys are real deal. Both of them. So to me, you're splitting hairs. They're both great. Um, but anyway, I am very happy and I'm very, I think it's very cool the resurgence and how of NWA and how they're utilizing, like I said, YouTube and how it's a different progressive um, in today's pop culture and the way we pull in content on social media, all these different platforms and verticals online, as opposed to a television deal, you know, and it's like, that's cool, you know, and we've talked about that in the past, you know, me and you guys, and it's like, you don't always need now a TV deal anymore. You know, back in the day, for those that never heard me say this, real quick, the sidebar off of Taz Hall for a second, the fifth edition. It's a fucking big deal right here, fifth edition. Um, but when I uh, met with Vince McMahon to basically get the offer from him in person at the infamous conference uh, at the hotel and in, in a conference room, uh, it was just me, him, and Russo. <laughs> Nobody else there, and a bunch of food, bunch of catering that WWE brought in. They didn't want me to go. I'm not the boy with it. You probably heard it already. Some of you didn't know. They didn't want me to go to the uh, office to meet with him because at the time I was still in ECW, and it would have been like word might have got out. This is before the big reassert, big surgeons uh, of the internet, and there was but there was dirt sheets and stooges all over the place. So anyway, we're at the hotel, and the thing is that, that we're, I'm bringing this up is because about TV, and one of the, one of the first things Vince said to me as we were talking about the wrestling business, and I learned from the guy uh, the first day I re- had a real meeting with the man uh, was that you know he, he basically said uh, you need two things to really survive and be successful in the wrestling industry, and that's talent and TV, and in no particular order, it's talent and TV, and. And I always remember him saying that. And that was such a true statement for so many decades in the wrestling industry. But that's changed. Now, I don't know if we really need TV. I mean, TV's nice because there's going to be more money there. You always need talent. Because without fucking talent, you ain't got no show. Okay? And you got to have good talent. Otherwise, you're going to be the shits. Your show's going to be the shits. So you got to have good talent. Um, 
but I don't know if you need TV anymore. You see, because and and NWA, and I'm bringing it up because of the NWA, they're showing, they're they're utilizing the YouTube channel, they're utilizing social media, and not just them. There are other companies that do the same thing that stream their content online and and have a subscription base and make money. Wrestling, you know, territories. So it's a different time now. So that even I, I respect Vince. I love Vince, but. That comment might be a little, not archaic, but times have changed. And to the point that he even has, well, he has the biggest streaming platform in the WWE Network. So, you know, so he probably would maybe change uh, what he said there uh, if, if you were talking about that right now. Um, not sure, but, but but there's a good chance of that because he understands that things change. Shit happens. Shit changes. Uh, let's stick to um, let's stick to Instagram because there's some on Facebook too. I got to get to on the IG here at Taz Talk. Uh, what do we got here? We got Sam Banks too. He said, with Roman Reigns taking a leave of absence from WWE, do you think there will be call ups from NXT to try and help the proverbial void? Hashtag Taz Hall Jones. Wow, that's actually a good name. Taz Hall Jones. I probably said that at some point, unless Sam Banks invented that. I don't know. That's something I would say. Use the Jones in the proper vernacular. Taz Hall Jones. Yes, instead of Taz Hall meeting. But maybe, because I had to have the meeting in there because Taz, because it's off of a town hall meeting. Maybe once this thing gets over, right? Episode five right now of the Taz Hall meeting. Maybe once we get when it gets fucking over huge and it's big as shit and it, 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 it don't need the meeting word and we could use Taz Hall Jones. Maybe once we get to like episode of Taz Hall meeting, I don't know, eight, then we could do that. <laughs> maybe not eight, maybe a little more than that. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, sometimes I just amuse myself. I can't help it. Uh, yeah, as far as um, the unfortunate circumstances of where Roman uh, is, is going to be away from WWE, uh, for some time uh, to, to battle uh, leukemia, which is just so hard. Again, still to wrap myself around um, a guy at 33 years old in his prime. It's just it's heartbreaking with a young family. It's just so difficult. But, you know, it happens in this world. I mean, a lot of men and women out there, you know, obviously battling the horrible diseases and stuff like that. And, you know, we got to be thankful for what we have uh, when we have good things. And, and health is obviously the main thing. But regardless, um I don't I don't know. I don't think like my first instinct is to have call-ups like talent from NXT, you know what I mean? Like I'm not saying it wouldn't be a good thing, don't get me wrong, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not I'm not even implying that. I'm just saying I don't know if that would be the key. I I I I'll spitball and think about it as we sit up here right now and talk about it, okay? Before, you know, we move on to the next topic. Um Look, you got some tremendous talent, you know, like Alistair Black or, or uh, you know, Velveteen Dream and obviously Champa, you know, uh, you know, Adam Cole, Bay Bay, you know, you, you know, you, you got so much great talent there and, and, and Gargano, you know, uh, look, at any time, any of these men and women that are on the top of the heap right now in NXT, um, you know, in AC3, all these, they're all ready more than ready to go to the that next level because a lot of them been at that level so uh they have a lot, a lot of them haven't but but a lot of them have my point is you can do that i don't think you have to i don't think you change your roster plans because sure roman reigns is a major major top guy okay i think instead of dealing with call-ups 
I think what they probably have done in meetings creatively and circled the wagons with in the booking, um, Sam Banks, is instead of worrying about bringing people up from NXT to fill that void, who are we going to promote within to fill that void? Meaning on the main roster, on the raw roster, to get to that level, you know, there needs to be one another person to fill that spot as opposed to the call-ups. That's what I'm saying. So um, it's like anything else from sport to anything, mainstream sport to anything. When um, someone, no matter what the reasons are, is in a big spot, a main spot, and they have to move on for whatever reason, that spot becomes an opportunity for someone else. In this situation, it's not going to be someone from NXT that they'd have to build on the main roster. It would be someone who's on the main roster, you know, that they would build from within. And I, you know, I think you guys get what I'm saying. But a very good question, Sam Banks, and and uh, and I do appreciate that. Uh, you know, definitely a solid, uh, solid question for sure. You know, because if you ask a dumb question, I'm going to rip you out here. That's what's going to happen. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Uh, all right, Kenny Coleman. This is Facebook at uh, Facebook.com/slash Tash Show. Kenny Coleman. He says, do you believe that the WWE will ever give an equal amount of airtime slash booking slash priority to the women and women's wrestling, or will there always be a disparity? Well, here's the thing, Kenny. I don't know. I, I get where you're coming from. I do. Um, I, I have to say, though, like, they the women's wrestling, let's just talk about WWE, not other stuff in the industry, you know, where women have been getting pushed and there's territories that are just women, as we know, smaller companies, federations and whatnot. But I, I, I do think that WWE has made leaps and bounds and insanity amount of growth, uh, not just with the evolution pay-per-view that's about to happen here this week, but this weekend, I should say, but like, you know, we've seen so many of these women become from Becky Lynch to Alexa Bliss to to Bailey to Charlotte. To, you know, obviously Ronda Rousey now to Bellas. I mean, become massive, massive stars, and they're getting a, a plethora of TV time. So I don't. I, I'm just saying that the amount of uh, movement we've seen for over the past couple of years with the uh, you know the the power of women's wrestling and how they're looked at as athletes now looked at as pure athletes and wrestlers which they are i think has been awe inspiring i think it's been excellent i mean for so long i know i was part of it as an announcer it sucked to do but you know the, the ladies were just eye candy they were just you know they were looked at as just you know uh, tna and i don't mean the wrestling company i'm not trying to be crass i'm not trying to be disrespectful i'm being blunt and I, and a lot of us didn't like that. I'm telling you, you might, you might have heard me on the air acting like an, an idiot, but I was doing my job. And at that time, that's how it was. And, and, you know, it's different now. You don't hear a lot of that stuff. And, and look, like if you look at Raw, for example, like uh, I'm trying to remember now, this past week, it was like, I know Sasha, Sasha Banks worked against Ruby Riot. There's a women's match where it was, um, uh, uh, Rousey and Bella uh, They signed a contract for Evolution Which was a big segment We saw Ember Moon and, and, and Dana Brooke uh, Tamina, Nia Jax working in a fatal four-way um, Who am I missing? Is there any other women I'm trying to Yeah, so, I don't know That that's I look at not just the amount of segments Where it was women, I think that's three I just named But there was a lot of time put in there You know, and pushed You know, I, so I'm not 
I'm not saying the ladies don't deserve more time. I, I have no problem with it being 50-50 down the middle Jones. I mean, fine. I don't write the shit. I don't book the shit. So it's not my call. Um, but I do think you got to tip your cap. Just if we're talking about the wrestling company of WWE, that they have done an excellent job, Kenny Coleman, of really over the past several years pushing big time women's wrestling and building it up and blowing it up and making it massive. And and NXT, it happens too. So I, I is it 50-50 now? No. But, you know, there could be reasons for that. And the reasons could be numbers, ratings. I mean, you know, if you look at the minute by minutes, which I don't, but they could see something where they're getting a better spark when it's a Braun Strowman segment um, or, you know, a um, you know, when DX is in a segment with the Brothers of Destruction, whatever, because these guys are nostalgic names. And so maybe, that, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe uh, Elias is over like Rover, which I love him, and maybe he gets a great number. So they want to make sure to give him an ample amount of time. He's a male. I mean, so doesn't mean Ember Moon doesn't deserve to get a lot of time. But it's tough. It's tough. I mean, I I, I don't think – I shouldn't speak for everyone because I can't speak for everyone. I would assume that the bulk of wrestling fans, Kenny, might think a little different than what you're saying. I think that a bulk of them feel – that women's wrestling is being respected and it's out there heavily in the under the WWE brand big time. Uh, so I, I, I know that there's always been a big disparity. I agree. I understand that, but I think it's changed rapidly and, and women's movement in the business has made leaps and bounds and, and it's just going to get bigger and bigger. Cause this evolution show guys is going to be big, man. This thing's going to kick ass. It's, it's going to do really well. Money wise numbers. They're going to build more subscriptions on their WWE network and it's big business for them. And this is not going to be a one-off. This is going to keep on rolling. So, and which it should, by the way. So uh, that's cool. You know what I mean? I think that's really good. Um, what else we got? Again, here we go on Facebook Live. I'm sorry, on Facebook. Uh, Seth Darren said, how do you feel about WWE going ahead as planned with Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia? I, you know, I talked about it earlier. Uh, again, I urge anyone to listen to what I, I did. A, I don't want to say a full podcast on this. I can't remember. It was last week. So go wherever you downloaded. If you hear me now, it's right there. Just look for it. A few earlier episodes. Um, I got to get the number of that episode. I'll get it in the next couple of minutes here. Of what episode because you know I had a feeling uh, there'd be a lot of Different chatter on that 621 episode 621 of the Taz show Will WWE crown jewel happen Okay there it is so it's a 40 minute Pod come right at your full throttle With that episode 621 So Seth Darren you could check That out um, what else we got? By the way guys when you send in over Questions on Facebook Live I'm so damn I keep saying Facebook live. On Facebook or Instagram please do your best, and I appreciate. It. I love everybody in this world. You know how I am, but please don't send me a fucking paragraph. Don't send me the freaking Magna Carta. Seriously, the fucking things are like paragraphs. It's too much. I'm, I, I, it's too much to read. Come on, I'm not a, a, an academic stud. I don't need that. Quick, quick, boom, 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 boom. I move quick. You know what I mean? I move quick. Can't have paragraphs, please. Eric Lewis Sr., Facebook.com slash Taz Show. Is the book of Markology dead? Maybe a new word once a week or so, starting with uh, with end overview. Wow. Uh, speaking of academics, of 
what has already been established. Thank you for your honest opinions. Eric Lewis Sr., love you. Thank you for everything you've done in this world, my friend. And thank you for the support of the Taz Show. I want you to know that right now. So there you have it, kids. Um, yes, uh, the mark, the markology thing. I, you know, I gotta, I gotta like, I gotta figure that out. Um, I gotta talk to the team, figure it out. It's been dead for quite some time. So you're saying, is it dead? Yes, it's dead. Is it buried? No, it's dead in a cigar box, not in the dirt. It's a cigar box in my walk-in humidor. That's where the markology is. So some of you newer fans of the Tash are like, what the fuck is Markology? Long and short of it is, Markology is a language that we came up with where a former producer of mine and me, and where it was like words that you could use in place of inside wrestling terms, because at times that can tick me off. When people who are non-bump takers, aka fans, use words that wrestlers use. So we had, um, we were working on a whole like dictionary of it. Very sophomoric, very stupid, very immature, but it worked. So uh, <laughs> people loved it. So you know, what am I going to say? But yeah, so it's been in a cigar box, not dead and buried, just kind of dead. But it can come back to life. It definitely can come back to life. So there you have it. Uh, what else we got? Let's go back to IG on the Instagram. And uh, la, 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 la. Let's go <laughs> to uh Dr. Perry forty six. So it's I'm sorry, Dre Dre Perry forty six. D R E Perry forty six. That's his Instagram. Do you think with the Roman Reigns situation, WWE should fully get behind guys like Elias and Seth Rollins? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, Seth Rollins. Let's be honest. I mean, aren't haven't they been behind Seth like forever? I mean, Seth is, you know. Uh, you know he's 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 a star. I mean he's a. <laughs> I don't. I mean I don't, I'm just saying. Like I don't. I, I I talk a lot about pushes and stuff like that over the years. And Seth Rollins, the IC champ, he's an Intercontinental champ. Uh, he's hold so held so many championships uh, in uh, you know in the company. Has been pushed to the moon for a long time. Uh, and I've sung this guy's praises from back in the day when he was Tyler Black in Ring of Honor. And I, you know, I was working for TNA and I was trying to get him in TNA. I'm like, yo, we got to get this guy in. This is before, like, um, this is while, like, Vince Russo was still writing TNA. I'm like, this fucking Tyler Black guy is tremendous. I never met this guy in my life, but I knew right away this guy's a star. So point is, I, I to me, I scoff if anybody, and I hate to be rude, but I have to say, uh, Dre, I scoff on anybody who would even imply, like, you got to get behind Seth Rollins. They've been behind him for years. Like, it's like, this is not, this is a guy who's got a very, 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 very impressive resume in the WWE for a long time. And it's well-deserved. I'm not taking it from the man. So I'm just saying, now, if you want to go Elias, a different story. Yeah, he doesn't have that same uh, resume and accolades that Seth Rollins has in WWE, but he's on the come up. He's building up. And yes, so Elias, I would say, yeah, he's a guy that 
definitely connects to the audience, Elias, and he's tremendous, tremendous talent in, in, in the ring, on the mic, his character, his look. I remember, shit, I remember when he was in NXT, I, I ripped him on a show, I, on my show. I'm like, man, this guy's really got to get better and better, and I, I didn't think he was that good. And next thing I know, the guy went away for a little while, came back, and it was like he changed everything. Was, I never seen the guy click so quick. But, yeah, so Dre uh, Perry, I do think that um, – they should get behind guys like that, especially Elias. Seth's had the big push, and he still has the push. But I do think Elias is a guy that could use that, you know, Big Jones push type of thing. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, so we, we have a lot more of these to get into, guys. That, I can assure you, a lot more. But first, I got to let you know that the Taz Show is supported by Rock and Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Introducing... Their all new rate shield approval. Ah, yes. Rate shield approval. If you're in a market to buy a home, Quicken Loans will lock your rate for up to 90 days while you shop. Take two. While you shop to get started, all you got to do is go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. Rate shield approval only valid, guys, on certain 30 year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply based on. Quicken Loans, data in comparison to public data records, equal housing lender, license in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. So that's a rocket mortgage by Quicken Loans, their rate shield approval. Make sure you jump on that, guys, and don't forget, use that uh, TAZ code right there. That'll help you. So um, that's the All right, we're going to go to break here. On the side of the break, we'll get into some more Facebook and IG. Taz Hall meeting, number five, bitches. Sit tight. Okay, jobbers, we are back here on the Taz Show. Hello. Hello. All right, so we're back here, and we're doing a little Taz Hall. Number five, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Taz Hall meeting cinco. Taz Hall meeting each knee, son, she, go. Taz Hall meeting, go. It's Japanese, five. Bilingual Jones, bitches, yeah. So... Yes, all right, so we're going to um, keep rolling here So we had a little uh, deal here on uh, Facebook uh, Facebook.com slash the Taz Show uh, Interesting here, interesting question um, It's just a good one here By Nestor Aprecio Aprecio, ah, easy for me to say A-P-A-R-I-C-I-O I apologize for butchering your name And I probably spelled it wrong um, Even though I'm looking right at it With all the talk about Crown Jewel do the wrestlers care about setting of the show, or is it just another payday? Now, that's a good question. Okay, that's a, a real good question. And uh, the answer is yes, they do care about the setting of the show. The first thing that jumps out to them is distance, believe it or not. Even though these men and women travel so much, um, the first thing that jumps out is the travel. Because it's that's that's a massive trip. Okay, massively huge and those trips are tough on your body So that's what fans don't think about Nor should you Is the travel Wrestlers think about the travel When you get your, your itinerary for whatever However early you get it for the week coming up Or what have you It like travel is always a big part of it So that's the first thing It's not about a payday That's not, believe it or not It's not about a payday um, 
most of the talent's on some sort of a guarantee where they have to supersede their guarantee to make more money. So uh, if they're not big, big pushed in the card, they're kind of going to make similar money, maybe bonused on certain shows like this. But so, no, it's not just a payday. I don't think any of them will ever look at this like that. It's a good question, Nestor, but no, I don't think um, I don't I don't think that's the case. Tim Floyd on Facebook Live. Have you ever met Bob Saget and any thoughts of his work? No. My thoughts on his work is uh, I'm indifferent. Uh, Tony Toronto on a Facebook Live. Uh, Facebook. Damn it. On Facebook. Your favorite gimmick from any Fed, mainstream, or indie, current, and past. Wow. What is that? Tony, my favorite gimmick. What do you mean gimmick? Like the, the wrestler, the actual wrestler's gimmick? Gee whiz, that's a tough one off the top of my head. I'd have to say, I just, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm going to say it. I, it's not my favorite, but something that jumps out to me is two two of them, actually, close to around the same era. Doink the Clown, uh, when Matt Bourne was Doink, I thought he was, uh, that was a very unique gimmick by a guy that was a working machine, just an animal in the ring, tremendous worker. And a little bit before that was the Missing Link. Uh, Dewey Robinson, huge fan of the Missing Link back in the day. Very captivating type gimmick So I would say those two jump off the top of my head I guess that was a good question, Tony I remember your name you used to be on the Facebook Live all the time I know who you are Please try not stop um, Who else we got here? We got, she says a lot There's so many questions It's like nonstop uh, Daniel Ferguson uh, Comments is on his uh, Facebook Comments on the way Becky carries herself What question marks? I think she carries herself great I mean, she's doing great Got more of that heel slant to her now. I, I, I'm a, maybe I'm a little confused on a question. I, I, unless I missed something, I think she carries herself immensely well. Uh, excellent in the ring. Uh, she's very talented. She's credible. She knows what she's doing. She works hard. She's paid her dues before she got in WWE. Um, you know, and and I think the country of Ireland should be proud of uh, the last kicker. So uh, absolutely, yeah. No, she's great. I mean, what's I mean. Who doesn't love somebody to throw suplexes, right? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, I, I, again, like I said, unless I'm missing something, I don't know. But maybe maybe it's just, maybe I'm not missing nothing. Maybe I think I'm missing something, but I'm not missing something. That could be it. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, la, 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 la. Let me look. I'm reading. I got to get some... Um, we got to get uh, a little, like, uh, gimmick music while I'm reading. Because sometimes I'll read through. I might miss one. Ah, yes. So let me see. Maybe just get a little obbing out. So if I'm a little delayed on reading one of the Taz Hall questions from you, the beautiful audience. Back in the day, we used to use a little uh, Jeopardy music. It's a little different. You can get the Jeopardy music. You can do that with no problem. About the guy who asked me on Taz Hall meeting here on, on Instagram if I knew the Muffin Man. The fuck is that, bro? Really? Real fans out here asking legitimate questions. I don't know the fucking muffin man. Fuck him. How's that? <sighs> Sorry. Anybody's related to the muffin man. All right, uh, here we got a good one. Ultra sports talk. All right, we got it with the music. Enough. Stop. Jeez. <sighs> Sorry about that, guys. Ultra sports talk on uh, Instagram, IG, Taz Talk. Why is it difficult? For Lucha Libre wrestlers to get over in WWE, aside from Ray and Eddie, who adapted and changed their styles to be more mainstream, what is it about Lucha Libre? Lucha Libre 
that is not appealing to WWE? It's a quasi good question. It's a good question. Um, quasi, I say. Um, there's been several other um, Hispanic or wrestlers from you know Mexico, Mexico that have been big stars in WWE. But I, I you obviously named two of the biggest for argument's sake. Um, a couple of things. A bulk of the luchadors, they wear mask. That's a big part of the culture of the of of you know what they do in their country and their style. Obviously, Eddie, different story. Um, Rey Mysterio, obviously, wears a mask. Here's the thing. I've talked about this a long time ago. When you wear a mask, right away there's a little problem because you can't see the face. So you can't see the anger, the rage, the selling, the pain. There's no expression. So a lot of men wrestlers or female wrestlers that wear a mask, it's tougher sometimes because you lose a dimension of the character to get a dimension that could get the character over being the all important facial expressions. And I can tell you, Vince McMahon is a gigantic, gigantic believer in facial expressions and the face. He's told me a million times he makes like a square box around your face. He says, that's where the money is. That's where the money is. You know, the eyes, the nose, top of the mouth. That's the money. You know, and he's right. I mean, face is vital. So I think that as far as WWE, I'm talking about Luchadors, because that's your question, Ultra Sports Talk, if that is your real name. It's about, I think, the the bulk of them do wear masks. I also think promo cutting is a key. Many of them, if they don't speak English, or maybe their English is not as smooth, that could be a problem too, where you can't, you know, grab the people again. We're just talking about lucha libre, uh, luchadors in WWE. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about luchadors anywhere else. WWE. That's what the question that this person asked. I don't know if this social sports talk is a woman or a man or a group of men or a mixture of men and women. I don't know. All I know, it's a weird name. So, I think a part of it is, like I said, wearing a hood, or as you people call it, a mask. You people. I think it's the lack of facial expression Cost of the hood I think it's also promo cutting um, And I think those are two main things Talking on the mic and face You know, face is key But there has been, you know, some some very successful uh, you know, I remember years ago uh, the, the great Mil Mascaris I love this guy, you know, uh, amazing luchador And this was in WWF days During Vince McMahon's dad's era And he got a big push and was doing well And, you know uh, but yeah, I, I think I hit on everything you, you were asking, so I don't know what else to say about that, to be honest with you. So, uh, but yeah, I, it's a good question, quasi good question. Let me keep reading. Smart <laughs> me the new gimmick. Let me know on uh, Twitter. I know you will, people. If you like, maybe the music under. Or as I'm reading and ciphering and sniffering through with Crying Brian posts from the IG and the Facebook. Or if you like a Dry Jones. No music. That's what I'm wondering as I'm reading. Heartbreaker MV. Heartbreaker MV. Okay, guy. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, thank you. Heartbreaker MV. What was your favorite accomplishment in TNA? Hmm. Well, that's a tough question. Um, that's a tough question. Because I, I don't really, and this is going to sound weird, and it's not me being self-deprecating or being a douche, but I don't, 
I don't know if I had a lot of accomplishments in TNA. I never was a wrestler there. Uh, as a broadcaster, yeah, I got to call a, a lot of the huge shows and Bound for Glories and stuff like that. Absolutely, you know, and called so many tremendous talents, matches, uh, definitely. But um, I don't know. I, I don't. It's a it, it's a good question because I don't know Heartbreaker MV how to a- answer the question because I don't know if I really had big accomplishments then. I'm not disappointed in that. I'm just being honest. My goal when I went there was not. I wasn't like How do I word this? I'm about to word it wrong My goal was never to go there and accomplish a lot of stuff My goal was to go there and be The best color commentator I could be Be entertaining, be funny, be insightful And build an on-air persona And build an on-air Tag team partnership in the announce booth With Mike today And I think I accomplished all that And thanks to working with someone as great as Mike And you guys know I I love Mike So one of my favorite guys to work with So um you know, I miss them. You know what I mean? But yeah, so I don't, I don't know if I, I, that's, I really can't give you a solid answer on that. Seriously. Um, seriously. Uh, John Frabot on IG, Taz Talk. This is on T-A-Z-T-L-K. Do you think that wrestlers like uh, Champa are better off staying in NXT? Such an impressive performer, but feel like, feel like he'd get buried in WWE. Well, I think you might be right um, about that, in my opinion. And, you know, I do think that um, a, a lot of times it's better for a lot of talent to stay in NXT, NXT if they can, but a lot of them don't want to. Maybe it's a money thing. They could make bigger paydays. Obviously, on Raw SmackDown, maybe it's an ego thing, which is acceptable and understandable. Um, it could be any of those things. It really, it, it could be. Um, I at this time the way we there's so much talent in, on Raw and SmackDown and there's just so much programming, talent does get you know, lost in the shuffle. It's a big, big pond. It's not a little pond. It's an ocean. So you're seeing guys like great talents that were great greats in you know uh, when they were in NXT that were doing amazing stuff and pushed to the moon from Rude to. Whatever Nakamura to to Oscar, you know, and and it it changes a little bit. Um, it's because you're in a much bigger pond now, and I, I have to say the formula that uh, Triple H and his crew with NXT use is tremendous. And I've talked about this for the past few years here on the Taz Show. He just keeps on churning out excellent talent and getting them over quick as people graduate into. For lack of better terms Into Raw Smackdown So he's done a great job at that Triple H and his team I have to say I tip my cap to him Um, In a one hour streaming show Called NXT Every Wednesday He does a great job of that Um, But I do I I do think A guy like Champa Or or Gargano uh, uh, Or or even a Velveteen Dream These guys are awesome talents You know Really uh, They could get lost In the shuffle in, um, In On Raw Smackdown Because you know, we've seen it happen. What 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 a good handful of of men and women in the company. Like I said, a little bit. And I, you know, and I, I, you know, I believe if you're on TV, you're getting a little push. It's good. I mean, you're making some money. You're, you're not out of sight, out of mind. So some of the names I'll spit out. I'm not saying they're not awesome talents and they don't deserve to get pushed more, but they've been a little bit not shunned, but not as pushed as much. I would say. You know, like I mentioned, Oscar. I mentioned. 
Uh, Kevin Owens, I know he's got the knee injury now. Uh, AJ's doing big. He's still WWE champion. He's kicking ass. I know Nakamura's got the U.S. title, but you know we thought that he'd get the big, big title, and that really, you know, didn't. You know, I'm, I'm just thinking here. Um, you know, if you um, let's say a guy like Ricochet, like guy Ricochet is the North American champ, right for NXT. Great talent, amazing, big fan. Can he do what he wants to do? What he's able to do in the ring? On Raw SmackDown, he physically can. Would he be permitted to? Is there time? Is he allowed? Would it work? Would people get? Pa- yeah, I don't know. On a pay per view, I think he can get away away with it. But on a regular Raw and stuff, eh, you know, some of the older guys in the card or higher in the card when he does a show in the card might be like, "Yo, what's up?" <laughs> Not to him, but to the office, and he won't even know about it. <laughs> That's what happens. So I'm just saying, you you have more freedoms, I think, and it's a little looser. You know, in NXT, um, I never obviously worked. I never worked or done anything with NXT, so I'm just speaking from an opinion from as a viewer and the guy who's you know been around. So uh, I don't know. I, I if if the if there's not a huge gap in money, um, I would think that you're probably better off if you're getting a nice push to stay in NXT. I mean, look at Finn Balor. Finn Balor was geez pushed to the moon over like Rover. I mean, Tyler, Bla- Tyler Black, Tyler Breeze. I mean, these guys were like big, big push guys during that NXT, you know, run there. I mean, it's just a little bit different now, you know. Um, it's a big, big pond with a with a, a plethora of talent. So things, you know, it's a little tougher. You can get lost in the shuffle, shuffle rapidly. And we've seen it happen, and you're going to keep seeing it happen to different men and women. It's just, it's the nature of the beast to use that cliche, and and that's a fact. And it's not only a fact, but it's also what they call a rap. Uh, I appreciate you guys downloading this episode of the Taz Show, kids. I really do. You know, I love you. And uh, be at you real soon here with another couple of pods. Subscribe to the fucking show. It's really that simple. Tell your friends, your families, your pets. Subscribe to the Taz Show on the radio.com or on the Apple Podcasts. I bring the wood, bitches. I bring the wood. I'm Taz. You're not. Have a great one. Enjoy evolution. Adios. I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding. Behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing Trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal Play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering Will your child be ready for kindergarten? At Chesterbrook Academy Preschool, the answer is yes. Our curriculum offers the perfect balance of learning and play. Our teachers personalize that experience for each child through engaging activities that develop the skills they need to be ready for what comes next. Attend a Chesterbrook Academy open house on Saturday, January 25th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. To find a preschool near you, click the banner or visit chesterbrookacademy.com. That's chesterbrookacademy.com.